The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. And welcome to Squad Wipe Gaming. I am here, as always, one half of your hosts, Greg Nolan, aka Sega, aka Highball, aka Juicy Cage, wherever you find me on and the multiple games that I play. Um, mainly Sega is what I go by, though. And of course, I'm joined, as always, by my brother, Marcus Shade. We are here. With uh, chair. We both have squeaky chairs. Um, our schedule is a little off. We were going to do an episode last week. We're so it's life is crazy, uh, even when you're cooped up, and that's okay. But we do have some stuff we want to talk about today. We are excited. Um, there's not a lot of esports in my world for League of Legends and such, uh, but I will say that Valorant has ended its closed beta as of today. Today was the last day of the beta. They'll be doing an ESPN. Uh, we'll be doing a recap show on Twitch tv backslash espn esports about the game and what to expect um, because the full game actually already launches in june um, there was a ton with the beta there was 383 bugs fixed um, and then 17 uh, data centers around the world and 7786 cheaters caught and already banned off of valorant uh, <laughs> so that's really funny so, so the beta was really successful. Um, the full launch is on the second, and they have announced in the esports world that there will be a kickoff um, professional game with a two hundred thousand dollar pot for the winners um, that they are setting up right now to be have to crown their first Valorant champions before they really launch a real league. Um, so I'm excited for that. I think that'll be cool. Um, and that League of Legends is still kind of on hiatus right now, um, and, but I know you have some games over there, Shades. Uh yes. Um so looking at the schedule, uh last week there was there was Call of Duty that uh was going on. I, I was hopping and watching that on YouTube for a while, it was pretty entertaining. Um then this weekend is um gonna be hold on, wrong tab, there we go. Uh the the day of recording this, May the twenty eighth, there is uh Team Sublimers are gonna be on there and we're talking like live with them on uh, Warzone and stuff. But then on uh, May the 30th, it is going to be a full weekend of Overwatch. Um, and they're going to be going back and forth doing their normal thing just for Overwatch that weekend. And then uh, the following weekend, June 6th, is going to be Overwatch and Call of Duty. Uh, where'd it go? The schedule isn't there. So uh, Call of Duty is, will pick back up, and they're sticking with the, uh, the home series. On the 6th, they'll be in uh, uh, the Minnesota uh, home series is going to start. And as of right now, the standings for COD are, uh, let's see, Chicago Hitman, number one, Atlanta Phase is number two, and Dallas Empire is number three. And then uh, Minnesota, if I'm going to say it wrong, Roke is uh, number four, and they are going to have the home series for next week. Um, so I definitely say if, if you're able to check them out because they are a lot of fun. The the commentary is is spot on. 
Um, and it's just like, like you would expect from any kind of commentary talking about who's where and they, they go through the whole, it's like watching regular sports with the stats pop up for the players, like uh, kill death ratios and averages and stuff like that. It's, it's, it's kind of crazy to follow it. You're not used to how it's all set up for the different games. Mm. It's kind of like a foreign language almost, but it's really cool. The Overwatch, their schedule page for their regular page doesn't have anything for what their uh, the brackets are going to be for their their week sixteen. Um, I know a bunch of them. They're kind of just playing, um, and they're kind of going to see where things go because it's not like the regular tournament settings where they're in the buildings and so yeah. As for for sports in general, for everything, every this this whole year is going to be kind of like an asterisk next to it because it's not yeah. normal. For I mean, across the board, everything professional and minor leagues and stuff like that. So uh, it's just it's just entertaining because there's there's something going on every weekend. I know. Yeah, there's uh, there's a lot to watch. I've been watching some weird stuff. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of gaming to watch. If not, again, Twitch. Twitch is huge. There is a lot going on on Twitch, um, and there is something happening like every weekend. Yeah. Um, well, that goes into like uh, they've had they've had two two different concerts I think uh, two or three different concerts so far for yeah. um, Fortnite they've been doing a stuff they've been doing stuff on there and they just opened up a new thing I haven't checked it out um, but I forgot what it's called it's like a, a going and hangout there's like you go into yeah. the game and you you get weapons but it's like paintball guns and 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 there's like doom buggies and stuff like that you just kind of drive around and hang out and chill and. It's it's so you can hang out with with each other just sitting around basically like playing cards but in a video game and it's I don't know it's pretty yeah. cool. Um, yeah. But it's it's about it I guess I have I mean always always keep up you could check out the uh, Overwatch and Call of Duty and League of Legends their YouTube channels they're uh, they all stream on uh, straight to YouTube and Twitch they got the schedules up on MLG and stuff like that uh, so keep an eye out. Yeah. I will run through this month's releases real quick. Um, usually we try to – I'll do this in June. This is going to be the way I'm going to try to do it more often, so that way um, when we go into next week, we don't have to worry about um, kind of backtracking. So I'm going to run through this yeah. real quick. Again, and with this being said, like we said, everything's got an asterisk next to it. So um, some of this stuff, we have no idea when it could be coming out. It, it could be a chance that it um, – it doesn't come out on the release date we say, so just keep that in mind. Um, but I'm going to run through this real quick. Little Nightmares will be on the Stadia as of June 1st. Um, Valorant, like I said, will be on PC June 2nd um, for its full launch. Sea of Thieves is hitting the PC on June 3rd, which I think is actually going to be a huge uh, breath of fresh air for that game, especially with modders and everything. Um, I think that will help a lot. Yeah. Fortnite uh, Chapter 2 Season 3 hits our four main consoles on June 4th. Pro Cycling Manager 2020 and Tour de France on June 4th if you like bicycles. <laughs> 51 <laughs> Worldwide Games on the Switch on June 5th. Command & Conquer Remastered Collection on the PC on June 5th. That I like. Uh, and Outer yeah. Worlds also hits the Switch on June 5th. I've been looking for an RTS to play, so I might have to pick up that Command & Conquer collection. Um, Deck of Ashes on PC. Destiny Season 2, or sorry, Destiny 2 Season 11 on PC, PS4, and Xbox on June 9th. Um, 
The Elder Scrolls Greymore uh, expansion releases on PS4 and Xbox One on June 9th. Project Warlock on PS4 on June 9th, which looks super cool. It looks like an homage to like Doom or Duke Nukem. Um, it's a first-person shooter. It looks really, really cool. Um, that comes out on June 9th. Beyond Blue on PC, PS4 on June 11th, and Xbox One. Prison Architect DLC, PC, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, June 11th. Uh, Project Warlock will then hit the Switch and the Xbox One on June 11th and June 12th, respectfully. Um, Warborn on PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch on the 12th. Desperados 3 on PC, PS4, and Xbox One, as well as Disintegration on June 16th. Uh, Farming Simulator DLC pack on PC, PS4, and uh, Xbox One on June 16th. Best Friend Forever PC and Switch on June 18th. And Waking on PC and Xbox One. The Burnout Remastered Edition Burnout Paradise uh, is on the Switch on June 19th. And even more importantly on June 19th, especially for PS4 fans, Last of Us 2 uh, finally dropping. So that's super exciting. Um, Wise... Memories of Calcutta remaster on PS4 June 19th. This is a weird one that I'm excited for, but the SpongeBob SquarePants Battle for Bikini Bottom Rehydrated Edition on the, the main four consoles on the 23rd. Uh, actually love that game, so that's pretty sweet. Ninjala on the Switch, which looked really cool on June 24th. Uh, the Control Foundation DLC on June 25th. I love Control. Um, it's a really great game. Hunting Simulator 2 on PC, PS4, and Xbox One on June 25th. Mr. Driller Drill Land, PC and Switch on the 25th. Legend of Heroes, uh, Trials of Cold Steel 3 on the Switch on June 23rd. And then Wonderful 101 Physical Edition hits the main three, con- or sorry, hits PC, PS4, and Switch on June 30th in the U.S. Um, that is everything for June. Pretty small, uh, it's a big list, but it's not a lot of common games. But I really like, um, you know, I'm excited for Last of Us 2, even though I don't have a PS4. I'm going to end up getting one just eventually. I'm excited for Wonderful 101 and a couple, like, small gems in there, like Project Warlock. Um, And also, real quick, in the purchasing end, uh, if you're sitting at home with games to play and you're a PlayStation player, um, June 3rd to June 17th is Sony's or PlayStation's Days of Play. So there's going to be a bunch of games on sale um, and if you're a PS Plus member, you get an extra discount. Uh, and it's games including Death Stranding, Medieval, Last of Us, Assassin's Creed, and your online, uh, your 12-month subscriptions to the online is also going to be on sale. Uh, and the list goes on. It would be take me too long, probably a whole episode to read everything. Um, but, yeah, so that's what's coming out and what's going on this month. Uh, but we had some stuff we wanted to talk about. And will you take a look at that? Um, sorry, I, I just got just stop the, reading. Uh, I, well, you, you were talking about games, and a thing popped up for the third for June third for uh, uh, Marvel's Iron Man VR, and I'm pretty sure Ooh. that got moved. I believe it got moved. Um, I'm not. I don't remember though. But yeah, I was looking yeah, at that. Yeah, that looks really good. If that is the actual date, I have to find another, I have to open another tab. Um, so I will look for that. Um, but yeah, that the, the pictures that I've seen, some of these images look really cool. Um, I mean, it's a VR game. I haven't played really any VR games or anything, so I don't know how the controls are going to be. But I mean, 
I, I could definitely see that I would try to fly and like jump and hit my head on something or punch a wall or something like that. It's part of why I don't play VR. <laughs> um, but yeah. that and also the um, the the Star Wars. Um, what's the actual name of it? Uh, the Vader Vader Immortal. Oh, the Vader VR. Yeah, that that's yeah. I heard about it. That's I, I want to play just because Vader. Yeah, um, it's supposed to be really good. <laughs> yeah, there's and there's um, still no um, announcement date for the Pod Racer um, launch for Switch. We still haven't gotten an official release for that. Yeah, uh, some of them are going to be bouncing back and forth. Uh, you'll, you're start you're going to start to see more coming because uh, since there's no E3, which I believe would have started on the on June the fifth. Pretty sure it starts that Thursday. That would have started that Thursday, uh, for I believe this year. Um, but anyway, yeah. but since that isn't taking place, that you have uh, Summer Game Fest, which is going from May to August of 2020. Uh, you can go onto their website and check and uh, sign up on there for to get notifications, and it'll just email them straight to you. You could go to Summer Game Fest on YouTube to watch all their their catalog of stuff that's come up. Um, they've done. Uh, some videos showing the new, the new Unreal Engine, uh, Ghost of Tsushima and stuff, and uh, Pro Skater, uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater, uh, Valorant, everything like that. Um, their list they have for May the 29th is going to be the new League of Legends, well, not new, but League of Legends Wild Rift. Um, you said that's going to be coming to mobile, uh, it's going to be coming to. Mobile and consoles, so it's going to be a very, it's going to still be the normal league game uh, in looks and everything, but they are going to be doing, uh, it's going to have console controls and be a little different um, than what you're used to. And also, it'll be on mobile as well, which they've been doing really well with, with TFT um, and their their Legends of Runeterra card game. So they're really expanding right now real fast, right? Went from a one-game company to a four game, five game company and under a season. So, yeah. Um, I know with, um, uh, over the past couple of weeks, they've been having the, uh, it, it was called a gameplay reveal for Xbox a couple, what, two weeks ago now, mm-hmm. week, a week ago. Um, it, there really wasn't that much gameplay. A lot of, a lot of people and different podcasts and, and YouTube channels and stuff were all saying, where's the, Where's the gameplay? Where's the gameplay? Because you really didn't see too much gameplay. It was mostly just stuff like in-engine. It all looked really good, but at the same time, it's like it's not actual gameplay. But that's the teaser stuff that they always do for for E3 and like leading up to E3, they do that already. So that's nothing new. Um, uh, There's supposedly could be something on uh, the 5th, on June... Yeah, on June 5th for um, PlayStation... I've seen a couple of different rumors about that, about them coming out because PlayStation and Xbox, they're still doing that back and forth on who's going to say first, what's actually in their system and the price points and all that stuff. And they're, they're going back and forth and back and forth. And the speculation is all over the place. There's anything from like, uh, uh, it's called the Xbox series S, which is basically a shrunken down version of the series X that does not have a CD drive. Um, 
isn't as fast instead of the 12 teraflops and only has like four or six teraflops. So it's smaller, but it's still a next gen system. always sounds fake to me. It, it, that's, it yeah, that's a made up word. It's, I don't, that's why I don't have a piece. I don't have, I don't have a gaming PC because I don't understand any of the stuff. I was kind of buy whatever to throw in there because it sounds good. <laughs> um, but it's, that's, that's one of the things that they're talking about having. Cause you know, all the systems, they come out now and you have like, you get, you get the, the, the PlayStation four and then a couple, like a year later, you get the four pro and then the one that doesn't have the disc and this, there's, there's like five different iterations of the new systems when they come out now. Um, so instead of releasing them at a separate time, they should say, Hey, you could have, if you want one of these consoles, you could have this or this. So they're bouncing the prices anywhere from like three ninety nine to five ninety nine, And you never know. Um, and PlayStation, I'm, I don't think they've unveiled the uh, um, VR, the new VR that they're coming out with, but they have talked about it. It's going to be with PlayStation 5, the PlayStation 4 VR is going to be compatible with it. And there's mm-hmm. also supposed to be a new version that's coming out. I guess it's going to have better sensors in it, better cameras, uh, be wireless, have better range and stuff like that on there. When all that stuff's going to come out, when it's going to launch, not sure. Um, but that should be coming out in the conferences because of there not being just, uh, all the, um, <clears throat> excuse me, all the uh, the summer conferences this year, like um, Bethesda, they're doing their own thing because uh, they canceled QuakeCon. And uh, you don't have some of the reveals like you would at Comic-Con because Comic-Con actually has a bunch of a bunch of reveals and stuff they do, too. Not just for for comics, but for movies and video games and stuff. Um, yeah. So basically, the summer game fest is going to encompass all of that, and like every week is going to bounce back and forth and have like a highlight of something that's in there, some kind of new content. Um, the one I don't remember which week it is. There there is a week though for that is going to focus more on like indie game developers. Um, but then you have the the different companies like Xbox. They have the uh, um, this week in Xbox is their, their weekly like update thing. Bethesda has their own thing that they do. That's uh, something in the vault. Um, and then Xbox also has the, that's uh, called the X 2020 instead of 30 for 30, um, where they do like their big monthly thing of this is all of the big stuff. And then they break it down week by week. Uh, PlayStation, they have theirs. I don't remember the name of it though. Um, where'd it go? Hold on. Hold on. It's somewhere. I lost it. Okay. I lost it. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I know, I know PlayStation, they have their own. And then with uh, them expanding with PS now, um, that's, that's pushing even more stuff out there and you're getting, which more, I love because yeah. I've been using it on my yeah. PlayStation or my computer. Yeah. Well, that was one of the big things where like, if, if you looked at some of the numbers, cause a bunch of the numbers just got released over the last couple of weeks about, Oh, Xbox is, is isn't as good as PlayStation because PlayStation sold more units and this and that and all the back and forth between the console wars. It's like, yeah, mm-hmm. but most of the the Xbox games that are exclusive to Microsoft that will never be on a PlayStation, I can play on my PC because mm-hmm. Microsoft made my PC. So yeah. that's kind of Sony's like, starting to get there, but yeah, they're 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 working on it. I think they could actually kind of dominate. Um, because of them having the VR, 
and having you have to have a separate VR. Like if you have the VR for PlayStation, it's not the same as the VR that you have for your for your computer. And there being like a team up there in the future that could mm-hmm. kind of put a hurting on Microsoft, but for sure, who knows? I know um, one of the things they talked about from Microsoft is that their main competition isn't computers, and it's not uh, it's not there. It's not Sony, and it's not um, um, Nintendo. Oh. No, it's yeah. Well, it, it is. It's, it's companies like um, uh, like Amazon and stuff like that, the distributors, yeah. because of the, having the X Cloud and all the different all the different cloud storages yep. across everything, and they want to build up their own. So they don't really want to compete console versus console anymore. But they also don't want to join forces and create one mega console, even though that would be cool. But you might as well just get a PC then. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, did you run through June's tentative schedule right now for this for for Summer Game Fest? Um, there, so we've got, the schedule that's up here, uh, the one that I have is kind of lackluster. I know there's another one, but I closed that tab and I can't find it. There, so the four confirmed things I have in front of me is there's going to be a Steam Game Festival that goes from June 9th to June 14th, and I'm sure there's going to be a sale that follows with that or is in the same time frame because um, Steam usually has some really great sales. Uh, on June 11th, there's a Cyberpunk 2077. Um, mm-hmm. going to be a special broadcast from CD Projekt Red. The time has not been announced yet. Uh, we will get a EA um, new slate of games from EA, uh, EA Play Live. On June 11th at 7 p.m. Eastern, um, which I'm kind of hoping to get. They've they've teased that there's going to be a Jedi Fallen Order um, sequel, so I'm kind of hoping to get something out of that. Uh, and, and obviously, we'll get some sports and stuff as well. Um, but we'll see. I'm I'm kind of interested to see what they announce this year. And then June 22nd, um, we have that's the developer showcase. So that's going to be. Um, showing off the new devs uh, that's game awards and day of devs are uh, day of the devs are involved in that. And it's going to be a look at independent and larger scale product projects. And that is June 22nd at 11 AM. You can subscribe to the calendar and they'll give you updates. Um, And I'm sure they're going to add things as they go, as more people are included. Um, Cause only outside of all the main developers and everything, July um, only has Ubisoft, and then August is actually going to be GamesCon. Um, so there's not a ton of other developers signed up yet. So I think we'll see some more stuff um, throughout this. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, the companies are, are really focusing on doing their own internal stuff right now. Because it's all changed so much, um, they, they've all kind of – because you have to book your – I mean, even though – it's this is going to be like the same main companies all the time. You still have to go and pay pay your money ahead of time and do all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And you're you're paying for like your booth and stuff for months and even sometimes for multiple years in a row. And so they're out that money for this year, who knows for how long. And so they're they're doing a lot. There's a lot more of that uh, at home crunch time with a lot of the games getting delayed and updates being delayed and stuff like that. Um, so you're going to see stuff is going to change back and forth. That's part of the reason why there is just an insane amount of rumors right now in the, yeah. the gaming world. I mean, they did the official, I saw the the official PlayStation 5 was released, like how it's supposed to look. 
it turns out that wasn't that wasn't yeah. the the PlayStation Five. It was the actual PlayStation Five controller, but it was a mock up, and it looked like a uh, like an Xbox uh, like an Xbox One Slim, just like like a skinny version mixed with a Roomba. Um, there was like four or five other ones that came out. They were all supposedly official PlayStation Fives. Only one of them looked like it was legit, but you don't know because none of it was actually real. So the only thing that they all had the yeah. same in them was the actual controller. So until they actually come out and do their own conference, I'm not going to believe basically anything anymore because it keeps changing. Yes. <laughs> so there was there is some information real quick that I want to run through because we've been talking. We talked a little bit about Sony, um, but Xbox actually released on their official site that they will be um, backwards compatible. Yep. Xbox Series X. It'll include accessories from past consoles um, and some older titles that were created before HDR uh, will have ways of making them work. Uh, so, so things like Xbox 360 and original Xbox titles will work. Um, and then it will actually run better on those systems. Um, and it'll, they have, they've figured out things with the, the frame rates and everything. So that's pretty cool that they are doubling. The Xbox mm-hmm. is kind of always really skirted around the backwards compatibility. And I think nostalgia is just winning right now. Um, oh, one yeah. of the big sellers is like games actually being bought or is games that like are remastered is one of the biggest sellers right now. So why not, you know, allow backwards compatibility? Um, so I think that's huge. And then also on Xbox in Xbox land. Um, now for both systems, we've seen lists of games that are going to be included on the new systems. Um, but on Xbox, there was a trailer for, or a couple of trailers a couple of weeks ago released for games called medium, which looks super weird. Um, and ascent, which looks like judge dread meets like, I don't know, um, total recall, I guess. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah. it's literally, a top-down shooter, uh, Diablo style, um, and it looks really cool. It, it definitely doesn't show off the system. I think, in my opinion, it doesn't show off the engine um, the way that Unreal Engine did. Uh, but it's still a really cool-looking game, so I'm excited to to see what kind of uh, smaller stuff. Like that's a Game Pass game for sure. That's going to be a game that's immediately released on the pass. Uh, but it's cool to see that you know we're starting to get like little trickles of releases here and there. It's not going to be yeah. like E3 where here's a three-hour video. It's going to be like, oh, here's this, here's this. And I think we won't know everything that's going to come out until holiday time. Like right before, you know, September is when we're going to have a, an official list of here's everything that's coming out this holiday. Yeah. Yeah, they're definitely going uh, to keep teasing stuff for a while and, and doing a lot of, lot of the buildup. Um because I think that's one of the things that's actually like helping giving get, getting people getting gamers and stuff through all this time is your it, it's the it's frustrating because you want to know but at the same time it's like oh this came out oh this came out and it's it's more information because unfortunately we're not looking forward to that that because that was one of the things that me and my friends like doing is we all get home from work all hop mm-hmm. on the Xbox at the same time go to Twitch and start a stream with our headsets on and sit there and talk like a bunch of little nerds uh, and like oh that was so cool like. That's the one thing I'm definitely going to miss about not having their the regular event. But because I've never yeah. actually been able to go to an E3, it's not really that much different than ever coming home and sitting down and watching the videos and 
watching replays and stuff like that. Very, very rarely was I ever able to actually watch any of the stuff live. I think uh, the only one I was able to watch live was the one for uh, when the Connect came out that had the yeah. Cirque du Soleil and all that stuff. I think that was the last one I was actually able to sit and watch live for uh, an E3 for anybody. Yeah, um, it's a little bit of a bummer, like, in one sense. Like, it's been hard for everything. Like, Obviously, I'm a big wrestling fan, so it's been weird watching wrestling shows for me and everything. And, and this, yeah. is, this is something I look forward to. I get really excited, like, sharing all the trailers as they release. Um, and it so it feels a little, like, because it's going to be so separated, it's going to feel a little disjointed and, like, not knowing yeah. when to watch out for stuff. But at the same time, it's going to feel like Christmas when you log on and go, wait, what just dropped? So, oh, yeah. So at the same time, I like that because it's it allows me to, like, have something to look forward to. Um, and it's exciting. And they, and they are just dropping games, too, and not just trailers. But, like, hey, we didn't tell you about this thing because we didn't want to get you excited. But here it is, which I think is cool, too, that there's, like, like, I feel like Last of Us was kind of like that. Like, hey, all of a sudden, here's Last of Us coming out next month. And I was like, oh, yeah. we, I wasn't expecting that until November, to be personally, perfectly honest. So well, part I, of it at too, the same time, I like it. Part of it, too, is because of the rumors. And people are at home, and they're they're not at work and stuff like that. and they're Or they're at home working from home and stuff, so they have time to sit there and play on their regular computer, too. And they're going through their data mining and finding stuff and leaking things mm-hmm. and have it being creative with their time and just coming up with stuff to kind of give us hope and kind of be like, ah, see April fools. I got you. Even though it's not April fools anymore. Um, yeah, but there's been, there's been a lot of stuff like, uh, there's been a lot of stuff, uh, a lot of rumors around Starfield and a big leak. Supposedly, yeah. uh, it was true. And then it was debunked. And then it was partially true for uh, the, the next Elder roles. Um, there's been stuff for the different consoles, like I said before, like, oh, this is what it looks like. This is what it's going to have. And some oh, yeah. stuff we know is true. Some stuff is probably not true. Uh, the backwards compatibility <laughs> thing, that's that was a huge thing. Like, oh, the Xbox is going to have it. PlayStation is not going to have it. Well, no, they're both going to have it. They're going to have it in different things. But if, if you figure catalog of X, the, the Xbox has had three systems. Yeah. PlayStation's had so many more games for its its five systems it has it has two more two more full systems a b it has so many more years yeah and the handhelds and stuff like that but it has so many more i I forgot how many you know i remember we said on the one podcast the playstation 2 has more games for the ps2 than anything else yeah and also one up against the xbox yeah it was crazy (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you you can only have so much backwards compatibility, and a lot of those companies aren't around anymore. Some of those people work, yeah. still work in the gaming industry, but a lot of them don't. Yeah. So, I mean, you can only have so much. I mean, it's it's nice seeing it, if if Xbox came out and said, or if Microsoft came out and said it would it would have all of their Microsoft first party games on there and nothing else that would be guaranteed backwards compatibility. Okay, I understand that. I mean, if you go in and play yeah. some of the older games, the, the, the GTA. GTA is a great example because we've talked about it on this podcast before about uh, if you play some of the radio stations on GTA 4, it's just blank air. Yeah. There's there's nothing there because they've lost the licensing. That happens a lot of times, especially if you're using – if it's if it's music made for that game, 
then that's a different story. But when you're using mm-hmm. hits that are on the radio and stuff, there's there's licensing agreements and, and you have to go through and rebuy. You're not going to rebuy it, uh, re-get the uh, license agreement for a song that came out on a video game that's almost a decade old. I mean, and people aren't going to want to just drive around and listen to Blank Air. So some of those yeah. games, there's, there's no point in, in, in making them backwards compatible because, like you said, a lot of stuff is being remade. Like, I would love to see uh, uh, Fallout 3 and Fallout New Vegas remade with how the current graphics and stuff are. Not even on I a new like engine. I feel probably just get a Fallout graphics. 2 remastered first. I would um, like to see was- the originals, 1 and 2 yeah. Uh, remastered, like, and that's that old, uh, the old play style. Not, don't change it to how it is now. I would like to see that, just like, because it's I like mean, playing Wastelanders. It's totally possible. They've done it with some games. Yeah. And, um, whoa, that's cool. I'll, I'll talk about that in a second. But yeah, it's, it's totally possible. Um, like, they've done it with some games, and like Resident Evil was when we talked about they've added just very little tweaks to the gameplay that made up for some of the cruddy original gameplay, but it didn't change the game too much. So yeah. I'm, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Well, it's like they changed uh, the, the Final Fantasy remake that came out. They, they took, what, like a five-hour part of Final Fantasy VII and made it like, what, like a 30-year? Yeah, yeah, something like that. They, they like quadrupled the time of that game. It was only five hours of the original game. And yeah. I also did see that supposedly next week we might be getting uh, – a leak, or not a leak, we might be getting a teaser for the next Final Final Fantasy, I don't know, 16 or whatever the hell number nice. they're on for their actual game. Yeah. That's, that's a rumor. I, yeah, 15 sure was 15. actually really good. 15 was actually yeah. really, really good. Or 14. I mean, it's, no, it's, it, it's, it would be 15. This is 14. 15, 16, I never remember the numbers. 39. Um, yeah. But that's I, that's another one of those. It's rumored. It could be true. It might not be. Who knows? I mean, you're seeing that with a lot of companies, like uh, with what we talked about when we did the Resident Evil episode about them coming out with the remaster, and then hey, look, we're gonna have another game coming out. Possibly, we'll talk about it. We're not sure yet. So a lot of the companies they are going back and doing that, especially because you have people who grew up with these games are now like higher ups in the gaming industry now and and taking over those leadership roles and like hey guess what this was my favorite game when i was like 12 years old and i now control the keys to the kingdom i'm gonna remake this because i can't and you're starting to see a lot more of that i think it's really cool it also gives perspective in history like if you go back and look at at a game that that took a block, whatever, however much space a block was on a memory card for a PlayStation One is now however many many gigs and stuff that, and it's the same game. They just updated the graphics and added some more to it. Like it's just absolutely crazy to see how much technology has gone in a fairly short period of time for that amazing art form. Like that mm-hmm. takes a lot of work, and that's another thing people don't really realize is there's a lot of work, and it can be hard working from home. Sometimes you need a person to be there over your shoulder, like, try doing this tweak. How about this? Would this work? And sometimes you need that team setting. And that's that's. I know that's a frustration in, in some of the gaming community because it can be toxic at times. Um, well, a lot of the time, um, especially when you have the different seasons coming out. And then, oh, well, this came up. We have to go from here to the patch because we screwed this up. It, it happens. The world is not in its normal situation. 
So you're going to have to deal with things for a while. Fixes will come and it takes time. Companies are doing it. Like league has been on top of the patches. They've been on top of, I feel like they've done a really great job and they're all working. Riot's working from home. They're pumping out these games and they're working from home. So it's totally possible. Now these, there is some, they're a little smaller. What? <laughs> Nothing but picture you something. Sorry. Oh, that's from Project Warlock. So they're a little oh, smaller, okay. <laughs> um, but it is pretty cool. Real quick, uh, so to, 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 to veer us in a different direction really quick, uh, breaking news, as we are recording, um, this came out right before. The first piece is Sonic the Hedgehog movie is getting a sequel. That's pretty cool. Uh, a lot of people love the first movie, so I think that's great. I actually haven't gotten around to it yet, to be perfectly honest. But the other thing is, um, Eli Roth is currently working on a Borderlands movie, as we know. They have found their mm-hmm. Lilith, the Firehawk, in Kate Blanchett, which is super awesome. She killed it as Hela. Um, obviously, I love her as uh, Galadriel from Lord of the Rings. So I think she's actually a really – she's a little older for Lilith, but I think it's a really good casting regardless, and I think she'll do a really good job with um, that kind of character, because she is supposed to be a little more serious, but with that little extra kick, um, she is the grounding character, though. So I, I really like, I really like that casting. That'd be interesting. A lot of people were like, "Oh, it should have been Karen Gillian or blah blah blah, someone younger." I actually kind of like that it's someone who is going to bring a little more experience to yeah. the table and I think yeah. like Lilith has always been like the voice of reason she's been tough and a little wild and I think Hella is very similar to, mm-hmm. to to Lilith so I think this is a good casting I'm excited for it. I'm excited to see who else they grab um, it could be really interesting I, I'm excited for the, the video games and movie industry kind of joining forces a little bit I mean it, the cinematics in most of the games now are are better than you can get anything in a movie. Yeah. Like the, the graphics that people look, especially with the new systems and the new TVs and the everything is photorealistic and it, you're not even going to need actors at, at some point. It's just going to yeah. be just every motion is going to be mo-capped and you're just going to have a program back there to just make it. I mean, they can do that with I so mean, much stuff now. They've kind of tried it's, that with that, that Final have. Fantasy movie forever ago and it didn't work <laughs> Well, also, too, remember when that Final Fantasy movie came out at the time? It was, at that time, for PS, was, PS2 days, it was ahead of everything else, graphics-wise. It wouldn't no. stand up today, but, I mean, like, yeah. uh, it was like Beowulf. When, when Beowulf came out and you had Angelina Jolie yeah. and she was CGI'd and everyone was like, oh, it looks so good. I'm like, that's really not that good compared to video game stuff. Because that was a, yeah. th- that was a, a, a movie company doing it. Um, but I always am worried. I, I want to see big budget, like Marvel level budget movies for certain, for some video games. Like I would love to see a crazy, huge budget fallout thing in, the, in, in that universe. Yeah. Um, or a Gears, Gears of War. is the one for me right Gears now. Gears would be I think amazing. I live action the most. I am Gears so worried about them screwing that up. Halo would be good too. I mean, there's been a lot of Halo uh, stuff done like fan made stuff. It's been really good. There is the the Halo um, the Halo Waypoint. They have the series on there with yeah. um oh what's the the actor who played um um shit. Hold on, it's gone. Yeah, all 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 of his names are now gone. I can't think of a single character that he played either. Um, the Marvel series. 
yeah, the Marvel series on uh, on uh, Netflix. Um, Daredevil? Shit. No, not Daredevil. Luke Cage. Iron Fist? Yeah, Luke Cage. Yes, Luke Cage. Um, the guy who played him oh, yeah. is who he played in the Halo series on Waypoint, and they that's who the yeah. character in Vibe is modeled from him. Um, yeah. So I mean, it's it's been done that that big budget stuff. Yeah. The fall briefs like those they've been done. They've had live action. Sure. It can be done very well, but you have to have the input of the community. Like you have to yeah. listen to the players and the designers and read. The, you can't just take somebody from Hollywood. I, you, Michael Bay in in a movie is great for explosions and action. But I don't want him in a Gears of War. Doing the Hammer of Dawn strikes because if not done properly, you're gonna you're gonna. It'll look like the, a Power Rangers movie. Exactly, like it it has a very dark, very dark tone, and when the light comes in, it has a very specific way. That's why the storyline for three was the best one because the woman who did the books wrote the script for that game. That's why it had the yeah. most compelling and satisfying story out of. I mean, they've all been great, but that's why that one was such a shift from. Gears one and Gear two into being a, a lighter, more colorful game. That's yeah. why it, it worries me. But I don't know. We're getting close. I, I think we're getting really close. Um, I'm interested to see how much more is going to come out of the Summer Game Fest yeah. and what more information we're going to get from from uh, the developers and e- even some of the indie guys. I mean, not having E3 kind of stinks for them. Not being able to go and do meet and greets with uh, the big wigs. But they're getting put out there because of Twitch and Mixer and different streaming services. People are streaming their games and they're doing the like Valorant did the uh, the codes. So that's mm-hmm. that's I don't know. In a weird way, it might actually help the industry in a big way because they they're listening to the fans more because everybody's in the same position right now. Everybody's you're stuck. They have at home. to. Yeah, it's it's definitely changing things. Um, and I don't think there's been some speculation that this could kill E3, that things might start going fully digital. I don't think it will. It might take a take a beat for a year or two. I could see that, but it won't. Like having having packs and stuff like that, it will never get rid of that because there's there's no way to go past that that uh, in person face to face. Hey, you're dressed up as a cosplayer from from this video yeah. game or from this. The cosplay. This, this and the meet and greets will never die. Yeah, yeah. no, that's that's a huge thing. I mean, there's people that will go there and they'll have like movie stars and stuff there, and people are like, oh, cool. But then you have a voice actor that's there that nobody in pop culture mm-hmm. has ever heard of, but all the gamers know they're like, oh, this person played this character in this mm-hmm. game and in this game. And oh, that's like, it's like the, um, the Critical Role cast is literally the who's who of video games. Like Matt Mercer yeah. has voiced a ton of characters. Laura Bailey is the, like, she's, like, the female voice actor for everything now. She's in Last of Us. She's in Gears of War. She's in Lord of the Rings. She's in Shadows of Mortar. She's in Halo. Um, so her husband's in a bunch of stuff. Um, he's in Jedi Fallen Order as well as Halo. Uh, Travis Willingham. And, and that's this isn't counting the animes. Like, Liam O'Brien. Yeah. Like, all these people are, you know, and, and I, like, a lot of people, you say those names, like, huh? I'm like, yeah, I want to go see all these people. Mm-hmm. So that, no, that's totally true. Ashley Johnson is another one. She's, people know who she is because she's on Blind Spot, um, but she's also Ellie from Last of Us. So, yeah. so yeah, I don't think it'll die. Um, I'm excited to see what comes up. We will try to keep you updated 
Um, if anything super big drops, we will be here. Um, we'll maybe have to throw a, an emergency episode together to just talk about that news. Um, if there's anything really, any huge news, um, keep an eye out for that. Keep an eye out for a bonus episode because we do want to cover this as best as possible. Um, and get that news to you super quick because it is all over the place and it is harder to keep track of. Um, that's everything I have for today's episode. Um, I have, uh, what about getting, getting in contact with you? Like where could people find you? Oh, they can find me at Instagram at slash Insta I N S T A A slam S L A M M. Um, and then, I, uh, if you want to find me on Discord, we do have a Discord channel we are slowly opening um, that we would love to have people start getting involved in and playing um, different games with us. Uh, I'm opening it now. It'll probably take too long, so I will drop that um, on the, in a Facebook link um, on our main page. Oh, excuse me. Uh, but there's a group of us that plays League, Valorant, uh, Call of Duty, uh, all sorts of stuff. So um, Apex Legends. So I will drop that as well um, and just follow us there. Uh, and I think that's everything for me. And we have the Squad Wipe Gaming Pod uh, at Facebook um, is our other site. How about you? Yeah. Do you have anywhere specific? Um, uh, so uh, you can find me on uh, Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter, uh uh, Xbox, whatever, as either Marcus Shade or as Shades three zero three. And if you're on Xbox, I also just started a uh, a, a new group on there. It's uh, Squad Wipe Gaming POD. I uh, just started up. Just it's one of those going to be like a, a looking for group type things for people that are on. If you listen mm-hmm. to the podcast and you're on Xbox, hop in there. Throw uh, throw information in, how to get a hold of you, what games you like to play, if you're casual, if you're achievement hunting or anything like that. Um, but, yeah, I'm usually on there. Uh, on Fridays, I stream. I should be streaming this Friday, so the 29th, May the 29th. I might do some Warzone and Call of Duty. Not sure yet. We'll see. Um, but, yeah, that's where you can find me. I'm on the Discord and everything with, with the rest of the group, too. So that's it for me. Awesome. Yeah, that's everything I have as well then. So until next time, uh, check out Summer Game Fest. I just dropped my headphone. That's okay. Hope, uh, check out Summer's Game Fest. Keep an eye out on our Facebook. Until next time, don't forget to like. Yeah, Chris. You hear any good podcasts lately? Uh, just this one. Which one? Two Point Conversation. Two Point Conversation? What's that? Well, it's a football podcast on the network at BICBP-radio.com. Matt Johnson hosts it with a plethora of co-hosts. He actually has a whole team, and they 
and release an episode Monday through Friday, ranging from team statistics about NFL football. They talk about scores, rankings, fantasy picking. They do player analysis and a team breakdowns, I'm pretty sure, through past years as well. Did you say it's NFL football? NFL football. And every single day of the week. Monday through Friday. That is insane. He even drops special bonus episodes randomly, too. All right. I'm going to have to check this out. 